the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and you're welcome to join us whenever you want. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Lines get kind of busy in the show. We're here for two hours. So if you have a car question, I'm especially good if you and your wife or you and your husband are arguing about some kind of a car thing. You can uh, call me about that, and I'll settle the uh I'll settle the argument um, with the highest bidder. <laughs> okay, so I'll just give you a snapshot of what's going on around me. Um, I'm up in Payson, and it's, as you can imagine, it's we're kind of snowed in. Um, I've got a big tractor that I use to clear the road to out to the road that is paved. But I got in the tractor, had my wife and my granddaughter with me, and we make it about, I don't know, 100 yards, 300 feet, and the right rear tire that's twice as tall as my granddaughter is um goes flat now we got to back out but i at this particular point i no longer have four-wheel drive i have like two-wheel drive so we back out and the guy's here fixing it right now and so we've we've had to go to old time ideas we use a a really small tractor and chip the ice off the road and then we push it aside so it's really living I mean, I'm grateful that it's 2021. I can imagine what it was like long before motor vehicles. So anyway, the sun is shining. Things are looking good. And from from now on, it uh, should look good. And I do know that the roads, um, or I've been told this morning, that the roads up and down the mountain are just fine. So anyway, that's your weather warning. Uh, last week, I went on a tirade about aftermarket warranty companies. Um, we deal with those on a regular basis we don't recommend them. We don't even like to work with them. Um, it, it is a very bad relationship between the repair industry and the aftermarket warranty companies. And the, the reasons number 20 or 30 reasons, I, I'm, I probably could come off the top of my head. So my point in this whole issue is you buy a new car and it's got a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty or three-year, 50,000, whatever it's got, and they want to sell you an aftermarket warranty policy that doesn't even start working for three years. I'm, I struggle with that thought philosophy. Now, if I sell one of these and if I were to sell one of these, they're very lucrative for the salesperson. So there's lots of motivation to sell an aftermarket warranty policy. And I I started pumping gas in 1968, and I've been in this industry since 1979. And I can tell you, we've never seen anybody get what they deserve 
we've never seen anybody make money on one of these policies in spite of the fact that they had a major engine or transmission failure because of all this stuff in the contract. So I, last week I went on this tirade about these aftermarket companies, <laughs> the next caller. And, and I also talked about dealerships and independents and uh, credit unions are the three places you're likely to get those. Even guys that have independent repair shops like I do, they sell them. I don't, but some do. And, of course, wherever you finance it, the bank or the credit union, they oftentimes sell it. And then, of course, whoever you buy it from uh, oftentimes sells it. So, anyway, I embarrassed myself. I embarrassed my family. I embarrassed my wife. And the next caller, is he says something. <laughs> something that's been, Hi, my name is Dan, and I, look, I work at a local dealership. And, I mean, folks, I just want to die <laughs> because... <laughs> I'm going, holy mackerel, this is not going to turn out good. And he says, and and I just, I was beside myself. I'm thinking, you have the biggest mouth in the whole wide world. Everybody around you is right. You're an idiot. And he goes, my name is Dan, and I'm from a dealership, and everything you said is right. And and now I'm gone from completely out of control to, what did he just say? <laughs> so we had a nice conversation, and uh, and he was... He was the kind of guy that him and I would get along so well. He he wanted to to further his education. He wanted to move up the ladder. He wanted to move from a technician to a shop foreman, a shop foreman to a service manager and stuff like that. We discussed compensation plans where one plan, the the sales of the entire shop is split evenly amongst the technicians, which I've never used because you always have big dogs and little dogs, and there's no reason for the little dogs to be feeding off the big dogs. And so forth and so on. So it was a great thing. But you can't imagine the policies that people have sent me uh, via email about their particular um, aftermarket warranty. So I got the best one I got, and I didn't cherry pick these, is a 12-page vehicle service program terms of agreement. This is a 12-pager. Folks, in here is nothing for you. It's everything for them. I'm going to just read you some of this stuff. Breakdown means the inability of a properly maintained covered part. You better have your maintenance records, and they better be right. And if it says you're supposed to change your transmission fluid at 30,000 miles, you better be close to it. Again, properly maintained covered part. Properly maintained. That means if you miss any of those, and if you don't have the wheel bearings packed, or if you don't flush the cooling system and the water pump fails, you're out. It goes on to say, maintenance records means all original invoices, receipts, and any other documents that demonstrate all required maintenance has been performed up to the manufacturer's predetermined standards. That's your owner's manual. So you better get used to that, baby, because you're going to need it. This is the one that <laughs> we reserve the right to use original equipment manufactured parts, aftermarket parts, or recycled parts. Recycled parts. Now, OEM parts means that you're going to buy them from a dealership. And then they talk about aftermarket parts. Folks, they're one of the same. There is no company that makes Ford parts and Chevy parts and Chrysler parts and Honda and Toyota parts. They all buy them from some manufacturing plant somewhere in the world. So uh, there's a, a company here in, in, in the United States that makes like 89% of the batteries sold. 
in all the United States, they just have different tags on them. There's only three spark plug manufacturers in the world. And how many spark plugs there are there out there? It, it's not an issue of OEM is better than aftermarket. It's the same part. But then we talk about recycled parts. Now, people say, I want you to give me a Dodge part. I'm not going to argue with the front counter. If you want a Dodge part, you're going to pay more for it. I'll get you a Dodge part. But if you were my mother-in-law and I loved my mother-in-law and she had a Dodge, I wouldn't be buying the part from a Dodge dealer. I can buy it cheaper, and I'm going to sell it cheaper, period. Number four. <laughs> I'm just going through. I'm, I'm already at page six, and it's unbelievable. You must have your vehicle inspected and serviced in accordance with the manufacturer's recommendations in your owner's manual. That's the third time they've said that. You are required to follow the maintenance schedule that applies to your driving habits and climate conditions. They're going to determine. <laughs> they're going to determine what applies to your driving habits and the climate conditions. Failure to adhere to the owner's manual recommendations may result in the denial of your service. Claims are limited to, are limited to being initiated by you. Otherwise, the shop can't be involved. They get to ask you first. You're not going to know the right answers. So therefore, you may very well say something that's going to allow them to say thank you but no. It, and and you, it has to be initiated by you and not various repair facilities working on your vehicle. You have to call us. You have to get authorizations to us. And you can take your vehicle to the repair facility of your choice. But then they change that a little later on. We reserve the right to inspect your vehicle. At our discretion, we may move or tow your vehicle to another location at, at no cost to you in order to inspect the vehicle for this purpose. So what they're doing is they're going to tow it to another facility. This is what happens historically. Tow it to another facility, somebody that they're in lockstep with, they'll say, oh, no, it's this, this, and this, and then they'll get a much cheaper price. But you're going to deal with somebody who you've never dealt with before, and you may very well not have the experience or the knowledge or the the uh, you know the reputation on the Internet, all that kind of stuff. So they get to tow it away. If we fail to settle a claim presented to us by the purchaser of this program, you are entitled to a claim against us after 60 days of receiving proof of loss or damage. Um, this vehicle service program is not a contract of insurance or an insurance policy. Then they go on to say transmission repairs due to non-factory installed tow packages. Again, there's no such thing as a factory tow package. A tow bar and a tow hitch are all the same. Um, one of the best manufacturers in, in Arizona used to be in Phoenix. So any repairs not given prior authorizations, regardless if the breakdown has occurred, we won't cover it. Number nine, any damages, here's the kicker, determined to be a direct or probable cause of a pre-existing mechanical issue, whether it's known to the owner at the time of purchase or not, this contract won't be applied. Any damages determined later, this is kind of going back in history, to, any damages determined in January to be a direct or probable cause of a pre-existing mechanical addition, whether or not the owner knows it or anybody else knows it, we're going to void your warranty. Any malfunction or damage that's due to an already worn out or malfunctioning part is not covered. Wait a minute. A malfunctioning part, isn't that covered? Isn't a cart, he says, already worn out? But I can believe already worn out brake pads, tires, belts. I, I got that. Or malfunction part. Well, a malfunction is part of this contract. So I haven't changed my mind. 
Um, if you buy them, go ahead. We hate as an industry. I speak for 99 out of 100 shop owners. We just hate it. The guy that comes in used to teach auto mechanics at high school. He doesn't know anything about anything. He asks a lot of questions. He has a predetermined notion. He's either going to deny the claim or accept the claim. And then he'll probably be, and the second person is somebody in some other country or somewhere else, and we have to talk to them. And by the time we're done, we've got hours and hours and hours of conversation before we can ever start the car. Then they're going to scrutinize our pricing. So, again, you can do whatever you want. 602 Larry Harker's Auto is at 38th Avenue and in Indian School. He's not one of these shops that's going to probably deal with these kinds of issues with aftermarket warranty companies, unless, of course, it's one of our very best customers. So they've been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen are fine people. Bob runs the shop, and Ellen runs the front counter. You'll meet both of them if you go there. And so, again, 38th Avenue and Indian School, they're really, really good at what they do, and they have technicians that are really, in on a 1 to 10 scale, are really 9s and 10s, and uh, that's a pretty good deal. So that's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, 602-508-0960. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Queen, now $17.99. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. 
You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect our. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When it comes to car repair shops, most of you have one that you trust and you like. And my advice is, keep them. If you've done business with them, and perhaps maybe two generations of your family has done business with them, then keep them, especially if they've been in business for a long time. If you're looking for a good shop, I have a good list of shops. Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley been around since 1983, and I've known Tom, the owner, since 19, the early 80s. We kind of disagree on when, but I'm pretty sure it's 1983, and I'm right. Nevertheless, I-17 in Deer Valley, ASC certified technician, has been around a long time, does a good job, and frankly, he's a great place. So if you're in that area, I-17 in Deer Valley, then Action Auto Repair is perhaps a shop that you should go to. When it comes to car repair, oftentimes we lose focus, and the focus really is is to keep the car safe and well-maintained. It's not to just scare people into doing things, and it has nothing to do with trying to over maintain your vehicle because it'll love you more and not leave you stranded. Your your vehicle has lots of brains, but it's not something that's going to make that kind of logical decision that, oh, he didn't do this, so I'm going to break down. If that were the case, then Mark Salem would never break down and neither would any of his technicians or his staff or anything. That just doesn't happen. So the best idea is, is to deal with your shop and the conversation should sound like this. What am I due for today, and what do I need to look for in the future? That's a conversation you can have with the oil change, on an oil change. So just tell me what we've got. Look at my odometer, look at my at my owner's manual, and just kind of tell me what the next year looks like. Now, during an oil change, we do, um, we obviously change your oil and your filter. We grease any components that still have zerts on them, so we can grease them. Many of them are sealed. And we check all your fluids, so we check this all of them. So coolant, battery, if, if it's accessible, transmission, windshield wiper fluid, differential fluid, um, and I'm sure I'm missing some. I just It's difficult for me to run all that through my head. But there's just lots of fluid. In your engine, we're supposed to check it all over your car, and we're supposed to check it make sure the color is okay and it's not burnt and it doesn't smell burnt. And then we're also seasoned enough, most of us are seasoned enough to look and say, okay, this needs a coolant flush. 
we know what the signs are. You take the radiator cap, you turn it over, and you've got some, you know, jello on it. Or maybe you look inside and you can't tell whether it's pink or green <laughs> or red or orange, and that's probably a good idea that we flush the cooling system out. Transmission services, there's a wide variety of things you can do, including, and you should follow your owner's manual, but they hold about 10 quarts of oil. So here's the deal. If we pull the filter, and, my, and, and this is what I say, let's do the pan and the filter first. So let's say at 20,000 miles. We're going to take the pan off, and we're going to look inside to make sure there's nothing abnormal in there. It's normally it's normal for us to have ground-up metal in there, not something that w- would fit on the tip of a spoon spread out over this one-square-foot pan. It's just, a, it's just normal. We don't want to see any snap rings. We don't want to see any big pieces of aluminum. We don't want to see any big pieces in the pan. Change the filter, put four quarts back in it. The next time we do it, my advice is we flush the transmission, which means we're going to do all 10 quarts. We're not going to take the pan off. We're just going to flush the transmission. So the first time we service it, we do filter, four or five quarts. Second time we service, we don't do the filter. We do the 10, 12 quarts. That's what I do. And the guys I trust that work on transmissions agree that that's certainly the best. There's a lot of shops out there that say we want to flush them every time. We want to filter the pan and flush them. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not saying it's unethical. I'm just not, that's not what I do to my own. So again, filter and fluid first on four-quart replacement, and then the next time it's in for service or when it's due for service, then we flush the transmission. So that's kind of it. So check all the belts, all the hoses, which is rubber components, all the fluids, all the tires, all that stuff. And the whole focus of an oil change is, is to look into the future and be able to say to you, this is something you need to look at or this is something that you need to have addressed. I've written down a physical description of what I see wrong. I see the right rear shock absorbers bent and leaking oil like crazy. It's not likely to cause you any additional damage, but I would suggest you do them in pairs. So we need to do the two back ones. And here is the uh, estimate for that that includes an alignment because the rear end of your car has adjustments that we need to to clarify after we replace the shock absorber. And this is something that you can wait on if you want, but it's something that you probably should address eh, whenever, in the next month or two or three. There is a slight danger of having a bad shock absorber in a panic situation. But frankly, I've never seen a car accident, and I've been involved in the... the, uh, in the examination of car accidents for the last 20 years, I've never seen a car accident that anybody attributed to a bad shock absorber. So it's one of those things that uh, you may be presented that it's something you need to have done right now, but I'm not of the opinion. And I think I speak for about 70% of our industry. Most of us are the same. So we look it over. We're trying to determine what you need before your next oil change. We're looking at the tire wear, and the tire wear is important because we know that the front tires should wear the outside and inside edges a little bit, where the back tires should be nice and square. So the outside edges of the back tires are going to be square, because all they do is follow. But the front tires, we're turning left and we're turning right, so we're scrubbing the edges off. And this is a very minute amount. But abnormal wear on the front tires tells you that there's something wrong with the front tires. So if you've got the left front tire that's got normal wear, but the out the right front tire has got significant inside edge wear, that points to a problem, and that needs to be addressed. 
And once you wear a tire into a bad pattern, it's never going to get better. So even though we stand the tire up straight, instead of having it leaning in a little bit, it's not going to fix the tire. So you rotate them around until you get to the point where you go, okay, from a safety reason, we need a pair of tires on this axle because one of them was uh, damaged before. Not too long ago, a friend of mine went into an auto repair shop and had an oil change. And I, let me preface this by saying that there's three different kinds of oils for your car. There's a conventional, which is what we had in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And then we have a semi-synthetic, which is a blended oil. That's some synthetic and some conventional. And then we have a full synthetic, which is the big dog premium oil. Those are the three. All three of them have a different oil change interval. Conventional oil, which is most, most of us grew up with and our parents for sure, is 3,000 miles, three to five. It's, that's generally speaking, three to five. And I work for Chevron, and I'm trained by Chevron and Valvoline, so I, I know what the experts say. The second one, the semi-synthetic, has got between five and 7,500-mile service. Now, each one of these is about twice the cost of the next one. Then synthetic oil is between, depending on your car, between 7,500 and some Mercedes are 15,000. So that's where you kind of look at your owner's manual. And they're expensive. The semi-synthetic or the sem- full synthetics are expensive. So he takes it in, and on the work order it says premium oil change, premium oil, blah blah blah. And then it, the door sticker on the car says 3,000 miles. Well, I recognize the part number, and I recognize that he put a semi-synthetic in the car. And the, and this happens to be a Jeep. He put a semi-synthetic in this Jeep. The problem with that is, is he put a 3,000 mile you need to return door sticker on it when really semi-synthetic is five to 7,500 miles. So it's kind of counterproof. It's, what does it look like when we sell you a premium oil, but we deny you the benefit of that oil? We call you in early. We put a number on there that's going to get you in early. So you didn't really take advantage of the oil. So the premium oil, but you didn't take advantage of it because we told you you need to come in at 3000 instead of looking at the car and saying, well, 5000 5, is the minimum and 7500 is the maximum. So a lot of us go 6,000 miles. That's kind of what we're up against. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. That's the number. There's five lines. Gil's going to answer the line, and they're wide open. So if you have a car question or if you want to talk about tire quality, anything, 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> Bom dia. Like, good, good day, good morning, I think. I can say, je m'appelle David, but that's probably it. When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. This year is my year to get fluent in Spanish, and Babbel is definitely going to help me do that. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. I've tried other language learning apps and nothing really stuck. Babbel's been a complete game-changer for me. Hoy es miércoles y el clima está muy bueno afuera. Estoy con fome. Yo no tomé café de mañana. Je suis des Etats-Unis et du vient too. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. After the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. I'm sorry. Auto Dynamics is in Sun City. Sun City has lots of car repair shops. There's some good ones out there. But Sun City Auto Dynamics on Grand Avenue and 99th Avenue is one of the best, if not the best. I've known the, I've known the family since the 70s. And Derek and his father, Chuck, own and operate that area. So family owned and operated since 1982. They don't pay their technicians uh, or managements a commission or a percent of your repair bill therefore they won't sell unnecessary parts and repairs so if you're in Sun City Auto Dynamics north side of Grand just west of 99th Avenue and Gary you're up first how can I help you good morning uh, tire question uh, going to replace uh, truck and trailer tires um, they're very old my question is the old tires when the, the tire dealers get them 
how do they dispose of them to guarantee that uh, somebody doesn't get a hold of them and, uh, you know, ride an old tire into an accident? There's no guarantee. There's no, There's no guarantee. guarantee. No. Um, Where's the, the liability fall in your in your experience? Well, they can't track the tire back to you unless they go through me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and let me just explain. Uh, they lots of people come in and buy our old tires. Um, some of them are going to call it, uh, charge us a waste fee, and they're going to take them to the proper location to be recycled mm-hmm. and ground up. Some of them are going to take them to other areas of town and other areas of the state and sell them as used tires. Uh, but I've never seen anybody track that backwards where it came from. Although I have a case right now, that exact situation where a used tire was put on and people got hurt really bad. And they're talking about at least we traced it back to who picked it up, but he doesn't know which one of the repair shops he picked it up because he picked it up in a three-day period, and he just threw it in the back of his truck. So I don't want you to worry about somebody doing that. I can tell you. I was curious because the tires look very good, and they're eight and nine years old. Yep, yep. And, and, you know, real quick story. I had an attorney bring a motorhome in. His father had just passed away. And he brought this Bounder motor home in that hadn't been run on the road for five years. So we did all the things. And we called him up and we said, it needs tires because the tires are well past the 10-year mark. Oh, no, no, no. He says, no, I'm not going to do that. And I said, okay, well, you're not driving out of here with those tires. I'll put a set of tires on for free. This I've known this guy for 20 years. I'll put a set of tires on for free, but I'm going to tell all of our friends that you're a cheap SOB and that I had to put tires on your motor home because you don't love your family. So he laughed and he goes, put tires on it. Well, this is what we did to make those motorhome tires look brand new. We drilled one-inch yeah. holes in the sidewalls of every single one of them. Yeah. So we just took a big yeah, well, circle. That's, that's what I was concerned about because these, these tires look brand new. They don't even, don't even have sidewall checks. So uh, You but, know what? Uh, Tell them you want the tires back and they, or bring your drill with a one-inch uh, hole saw and say to them, they're going to charge you a waste tire fee anyway. That's already mm-hmm. taken care of it. You say, you know what, it's just I don't want it on my conscience that other people might die because these tires are put on. So with, I'm going to tell you right now I'm going to drill a hole in the sidewall. And uh, you want to charge me the waste fee? I'll, I'll pay it because that's the transportation cost to the dump. But, um, yeah, you can disable them if you want. That's how I would do it if I were you. Okay? Thank you. All Take right, care. you bet. Bob, you're up next. How can I tell you, help you? Uh, good morning, Dr. Mark. Quick question on those tires. Didn't they used to grind those up here in Arizona and use them in the mix them with the macadam and put them on the freeways? I yes. When they were doing that, it was really quiet. You're absolutely right. Oh, okay. We what don't generate enough be? tires to really do that, and oh, so it, okay. it makes a dif- difference whether the supply line is there. Oh, I see. Okay, thanks. Uh, antifreeze uh, came into possession of um, I don't know a few gallons of new uh, antifreeze. Some is red and some is the green stuff. Uh, what's what's the difference? And can I use them? I've got a '98 Ford Ranger and a 2004 Ford Explorer. Help me out. Okay, the green one has a shorter life range than the red one. And is it red or orange? Or can you tell? It's red. Okay. All right. I think that's Chrysler. 
I think that's Chrysler. Some of them have different colors, and there's purple, and there's red, and there's orange, and there's green, and all kinds of stuff. But the green one, you're going to mix 50-50 with water, and you can use it wherever you want. The red one, you can use 50-50 with water, and you can use it wherever you want. There's a lot of us that pour an amber coolant, which is a universal coolant. I don't want to have to, to buy seven colors of fluid. So in my case, we just use an amber, which is a universal coolant that will handle everybody. So that's what we do. But to answer your question bluntly, you can use either one of them. 50-50 mix with clean tap water and you're home free. Okay? Thank, thank you. You're a genius. Thanks. Bye. You're welcome. You're welcome, Dennis and Larry. i got to take a break. I'll be back in about three and a half, four minutes. Dennis, you're first. Larry, you're second. Anybody else? 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. But when you call in and talk to Gil, and he just got out of jail, so don't use any bad words because he hasn't heard any for a while, then you're going to be right after Gary and Bob. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. You don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. 
You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, it's 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I have only one shop in northeast Scottsdale, Phoenix, and I have only one shop I can recommend in Mesa. My filter's pretty tough to pass. Blackwell Auto is up in the northeast, 40th and Greenway. Been around a long time. Tom works on old cars, new cars, trucks, diesels, motorhomes, everything you can imagine. 40th and Greenway. He's the only one in a 5, 10-mile circle that I can recommend to you just because others that have applied just don't have the experience or don't have some portion of what I ask for, like insurance. And, uh, and others have a bad presence. The Better Business Bureau, and, and unfortunately, they don't fit the parameters. So, Blackwell Auto, Northeast Scottsdale, a good place to go, I promise. Dennis, you're up. Hey, Mark, enjoy your show. Um, quick question. I noticed lately, I I, I have a Honda and, and I have a motorhome, but on the Honda, it seems like when I take it in for an oil change, they're always, uh, seem to be hitting me up lately for the strut, the rubber grommets that go in the crossbar members in the center of the car, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. symptoms that there's no rattle. There's the tires are wearing correctly. <laughs> you know, the car, the car is 10 years old, you know, yeah. but they want a couple thousand bucks to replace. Okay. Um, sway bar bushings, lower control arm bushings, both of those. Um, e- e- here's the problem. You used to come in every 3000 miles and we got to get you there. So every 3,000 miles, we threw stuff at you, and we got the, that 995 oil change and the average ticket price up to $100, $110. Well, now right. when you come in every 10,000 miles for an oil change or 15,000 miles for an oil change, then we've lost all this business. And, and the key words here is this is an easy question. Symptoms. Ask them, what symptoms do I have that you're going to repair? Well, they're cracked. They're cracked, or they look old, or they're, they're deteriorating. Thank you. I'll wait until they knock. Now, second question is, is, Mark, have you ever seen anybody die in a car wreck because the lower control arm bushings are cracked or the sway bar bushings are cracked? And the answer is hell no. Okay. So okay. the reason why uh, my industry, a certain portion of my industry is doing that is because business is down because you guys don't come and see us as often as you used to, okay? <laughs> so that's it. Thank you, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. You're you're welcome. Larry, you're up next. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I want to give you a story from the last caller. Uh, I had the same thing happen to me about a month ago. Oil change. Uh, Changed the upper and lower bushings, $2,500. Now, I have a 15-year-old car. And I said, well, I don't have any symptoms. And uh, I said, all I need is a um, 
front end alignment. And the guy said, well, I can't do that unless you do the bushings. I said, okay, I'm not going to do it then. So I took it to another shop and had them do the uh, alignment, and they did their 25, 35-point check, and the bushings never came up. So, you know. <laughs> what else do you need to know? <laughs> but you anyway, know, here's my real the problem. Yeah, go ahead. The problem is yeah. <laughs> the, the technician is being pressured by management, maybe service manager, could be anybody. We need to sell. We need to bring our average ticket price up. So the service writer comes up, or the technician comes up with something. It goes to the shop foreman. Then it goes to this guy, this guy, and then it goes to the service writer who doesn't know crap from Shinola. All they are is a parrot. So they've been told you've got bad bushings and you need to have them replaced, and they're dangerous because that's what they've been told. So when you ask them what symptoms, they're lost. The, yeah. It's just the way it is right now. We're, when you hear the word cracked, <laughs> the bushings are cracked, or the bushings are bad, and you ask the, you and Dennis both ask the perfect question. What symptoms do I have? Sway bar bushings, lower control arm bushings. They both have a clunk. The sway bar bushing has a clunk on a bump. Bump, 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 or bump up on the upstroke or on the downstroke. On the lower control arm bushings, you got a thump when you stop and a thump when you take off as the lower control arm bushings go forward when you stop and they shift backwards when you accelerate. That's it. So if you don't have a thump or a clunk on a bump or on a stop or an acceleration, <laughs> they're still good. They're still good. And if you want to spend the $1,500, can I raise my hand and have a, have a bite of you? <laughs> <Can> <laughs> Well, that's true. Anyway, hey, I have one other quick question. Uh, I have a, a sure. 2005 Toyota Sequoia four-wheel drive, and I think I'm going to need brakes all the way around. What, what should I expect to pay for that? If you don't need any rotors, and we're going to do a pad slap with some machining of the rotors, you're likely to spend probably 200 to $250 an axle. If we get in there and all of a sudden the caliper's leaking, and that would mean you're adding brake fluid and the light would come on and maybe that hasn't happened, and so then you go, oh. Um, or if we're going to put premium pads in there, which are really um, just expensive regular pads that they call for anyway. Um, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm only talking about 5% of our industry, okay? Um, yeah. I think a pad slap with some machining of the rotors is all I would I would do. Now, if we have uneven wear on the front pads, if the inner side pad is worn more than the outer, we need calipers. If the outer pad is worn more than the inner pad, we need a hardware kit. Those are valid things, and you'll know it because you asked for your old pads back. That's it. Got it. But 250 it. to $300, uh, two, two, yeah, $250 to $300 an axle, okay? Okay. Yeah, hey, thanks a lot. Enjoy your show. All right, thank you very much. Joe, you're up next. Yeah, hi, uh, Mark. I, I need to pick your brain on some tuning up here. I've got a, some older trucks. Uh, one of them is a 1955 Ford, and uh, I've been uh, uh, trying to set the timing and the idle and everything. So tell me tell me how I'm doing here. I've got uh, 500 RPM for the idle, which is what the manual calls for. Um, I've adjusted my um, uh, vacuum so that I have the highest uh, uh, intake vacuum. Um, I've plugged off the um, the distributor. Okay, and stop, I've set my stop. Time. Let's do, take, okay. I'll, I, okay, hold. I'll, I'll never remember all of this. So let's okay. go back to the 600. Is it an automatic or a standard? It's a standard. Is the transmission, okay. Um, if that If that is an idle that you're happy with and 
If that's an idol you're happy with and it's not dying and stalling, then keep it. I would think a more up, up, applicable idol would be some. And if it's a six-cylinder or a V8? It's a six-cylinder. Okay. I'd be more inclined to 600, but it, we're, we're just splitting hairs here. So if you're happy with 500. As far as the engine mm-hmm. vacuum is concerned, y- y- your, is your middle name Fred Flintstone? Because we did that back in the 50s and the 60s. That's not how we do it today. If you okay. want to do it perfectly today, you get it really warmed up and you go out and drive it kind of hard and accelerate kind of hard and you advance the timing until it rattles and then you back off okay. two degrees. And the second part of that is doesn't drag the starter when it's hot. Otherwise, when you hit it cold, it goes, but if it drags the starter, it goes, if that's the case, back off the timing just a little bit. But there's a sweet spot between dragging the starter and pinging, and that's where you want to be. Okay, so go right. ahead and advance it. If I get my stuff, advance the timing till I get a ping and then draw back two degrees. And don't drag the starter. Yeah, yeah. All right. And, okay, and, I can and if that. you advance it too far, it'll drag the starter. Okay, yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, and wait, wait. The air fuel mixture screw on the carburetor. When it's yeah. fully warmed up and the choke is wide open, you're going to listen to it idle. And then you're yeah. going to back the screw out until it changes. And then you're right. going to screw the screw in about a quarter turn until it changes again. We need okay. to find the outside and the inside of the range. When you screw it in and it and just goes, and it goes duh, 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 duh. then you back it out a half a turn mm, uh-huh. and you're home free. That's how you do it. All right. Okay, thank you very okay. much, Mark. I appreciate it. Bye. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Gil, we got anybody in the wings? We do. We have Harold. Harold, good morning. Hi, Mark. Uh, I'm the guy that called you two weeks ago uh, relative to the insurance plans that set your intestinal tract on fire. Uh, you sure gave us. I hate you, sure you Harold. Don't you ever call back again, Harold. <laughs> I, I learned a lot, and I'm sure a lot of other people did too. But my question today is a lot simpler. Um, what's your recommendation on when you should change your fuel filter? I can't find anything in the manuals that to specify an age or a mileage on that thing. Okay. Uh, on most of the cars made north of 2010, um, we're going to replace them for one of two reasons. Number one, the customer says, I'm having a tough time getting to 65 miles an hour, but I can drive to 60 with no problem. And that's a fuel restriction. So then we take the fuel filter off, and then we empty it out. The, the, but us tough guys, we don't even empty it out. We put our lips to the end of the inlet of that filter. And there's an arrow that shows the inlet and the outlet. And we put it to our lips, and we aren't smoking at that time. And we put it on our lips like a straw, and we blow really hard. And if the if the cheeks of our face grow like Louis Armstrong when he was playing the trumpet, and all of a sudden the face turns red, and you're blowing as hard as you can, then over here on your right hand you have a brand new filter and you blow through and it's like a straw. <sighs> okay, it needs it. The answer to your question on mileage is, is I'd certainly be looking at it between thirty and 50,000 miles. If you have a symptom where you have a speed issue, then you need to replace the fuel filter. Until you have a speed issue, and I wouldn't take it all the way that far, then you have no problems. To be honest with you, we pull them out at 50, 60, 70,000 miles, and they're not bad. <laughs> but we're not going to pull it out and blow on it and put it back in. We're going to pull it out and replace it. 
but sometimes we blow on it. And sometimes you have those technicians that are just too doggone good to put their lips to a, a fuel filter. Um, it's up to the mm. shop. But that's my Okay, I, I got a recommendation. I, my car has 70000 on it, and they recommended I do it even though there's no drivability problem. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. I agree. I think the okay. way it was presented to you, and I think with all the data that they gave you, I like them. I like them. That's. I would hope my staff would do something like that. And then here's something else. You say to them, I know you got a black magic marker. Would you write the mileage on that fuel filter for me? <laughs> and that's what... Most of us will do that anyway, but we'll just write the, or the date or something on the filter so that the next guy knows. So the next guy gets underneath there, and he wants to sell you a fuel filter, and he looks up, and it's dated you know, last month. That'll change his mind. So right. that's what I'd do. Okay? Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Folks, I don't want to misrepresent our industry. It's not an industry full of bandits. There's maybe 5% of them out there that really have their pocketbooks in front of your needs, and that's the difference. It's do you really need what they're trying to sell you, or are they trying to sell you something because sales are down? It is true that sales were down, and it is true that most of us were at 40% loss in sales because of this COVID. As we all talk to one another, and we do, so people call me and say, where are you at, Salem? And I call them and say, where are you at? So we're constantly comparing numbers. Some guys talk in percentages. Some guys talk in dollars. It doesn't make any difference to me. But Salem was down 40% during the COVID, which is the last three months of last year and the first three months of this year. So for about six, six months, we're down 40%. We're healthy. We're fine. So are a lot of other shops. Many of us own our own, you know, real estate on our own building. And so if we don't pay our ex-wife rent, then we're still going to be okay. And I'm kidding about that. I don't have an ex-wife, neither do most of my friends. So when you look at the big picture, yeah, it hurt us. But it's still hurting businesses today. But the automobile industry's returned almost to normal. And some guys are better than normal. And here's why. It's because you're home. So it's real convenient because mom and dad are both home or dad's home because he's working at home. Now we can bring the car in and get the oil change done. We can get this done. We can get that done. So we're seeing a lot of the family cars, and what we're doing is we're seeing mom's car come in first, and then they bring dad's car in and give mom's car back to her. So we're seeing a lot of that. But there's still a lot of people that have requirements on their staff. There's still a lot of shops that demand certain levels of sales. Not a lot. There are some shops that still demand certain levels of sales. I arm you with the right answers. First of all, thank you for your consideration that I need lower control arm bushings. Please write that on my bill. You need lower control arm bushings. And then just put the out-the-door price. How much will it cost me? Can I write my check in advance before I leave home? Bad people are not going to write down you need lower control arm bushings. They're going to forget because you don't need them, they're going to forget. So that's kind of the issue. And then the second thing you can say is, is what symptoms do I have now? Fuel filter. I bet you can't do 75. You know, you're right. I'm having trouble at 75. I go, da 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 How about 70? Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, fuel filter. Okay, lower control arm bushings. Does it clunk when you come to an abrupt stop? Yeah. When you take off from it after an abrupt stop, does it clunk? Yeah, that's the lower control arm bushings. I'm going to fix that clunk, clunk 
by replacing your lower control armbushes, and you got a little wear on the outside edge of the tire. That's the conversation. Sometimes the person you're talking to is not technical, and they're five people away from the technician. That sometimes gets to be a problem. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and you're welcome to join. 